Hello, ghosts and ghouls, and welcome to another episode of I Know What You Podcasted last summer. This is Mary Hughes behind the mic and directly to my left. We have Kenneth. Oh, hello. And right across from me, the wonderful, the magnificent Veronica. Hi. (laughs) Oh, oh no. And to my right, we have B. Beatrice. Yes, pleased to be here. And we're missing a Jackie. Jackie's not feeling great. Jackie's not feeling good. So we're... uh, we're taking over for this one episode. She's not here to rein us in. I get a real mic this time. It's yeah. exciting. It's like a real boy. Hello, ghost and ghouls. It's time for another episode of I Know What You Podcasted last summer. This is Mary Hughes behind the mic. And to my left, we have Kenneth. Hello. And right across from me, the wonderful, the magnificent Veronica. Hi. <laughs> and to my right, You'll understand. it's B, Beatrice. Yes. President accounted for. You know something? Something about this seems really familiar. I mean, does it seem familiar to you guys? Like, no. like we've done this before, maybe? I mean, like, we do this a lot. Yeah, every month. Pretty much. That's why we're here. I mean, but you don't get a real sense of deja vu or anything? Like, mm-hmm. this is really familiar? No. Mm-mm. No. Just me. Yeah. 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 No, you're the weird one. Yes. Ha ha. Ghosts and ghouls, and welcome to another episode of I Know What You Podcasted Last Summer. Mary, are you okay? Yeah, what, that's the name of the show. On. What's up? No, I've said this exact thing like twice now. I mean, Kenneth was sitting directly to my left. As I usually do. Uh-huh. Okay. And and Veronica's right across from me and and I Yeah, and I always sit at this side. It's true. That is B-Spot, mm-hmm. regardless of podcast. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here, but this is this is repeating. That's okay. We should probably start the show. Though, yeah. What if, what if we just yeah. get, want to just going get going? And... Uh, fine, fine. Okay. Just, just well, through. deep breath, Mary. <laughs> We're actually here to talk about Bloomhouse's latest, I would say, success in the movie world. And that is Happy Death Day. Yes. Yay. Hi. <laughs> wow. Dude, let me tell no, you how much uh, I've been it. saying bye, bye to people. I know. Bye. Bye. Every time I see these girls. Bye. bye. <laughs> it's, uh, it's very Alaska from uh, <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, Always nice. said bye. Nice. Uh, but it, yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about when we uh, are saying bye in a very particular way, that is uh, one of one of the many things that I believe we enjoyed about Happy Death Day uh, was a certain inflection added to a word that was very indicative, I think, of the character, the main character, Tree. 
Which, short for Teresa. Okay. I didn't catch that. I didn't I catch like, that either. Tree. Okay. Because I was thinking earlier, maybe this is just the movie's way of like really pointing out how she's supposed to be irritating by having a name like that. <laughs> yeah. mm. Like Apple or some garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That to me just felt like weird sorority girl nickname, right. which as somebody who was in a sorority, I can say there's a lot of fucking weird nicknames, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially when you because you're all from the same basically the same area. And on our campus, especially our house was like. 98% white girls from the Midwest. So lots of very similar names. Sounds so terrifying. lots of nicknames going on. <laughs> well, I'm, I can say that I've not experienced that. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. and, I'm, and I'm kind of glad for it. But uh, Happy Death Day uh, had the great fortune to premiere in theaters on Friday the 13th in the month of October which uh, I have to it's say rare. probably mm-hmm. probably lent itself to the success that it's seen right now, uh, box yeah. office wise. Yeah, it just got that hype going. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But it, it's not mm-hmm. uh, an unenjoyable movie. And uh, as always, spoilers abound. So if you've not made your way to the theater to see it, one, go ahead and go do that. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? <laughs> and then two, we'll, we'll come, be here come back, back. And, and listen yeah. to us mm-hmm. talk about Hit it. Hit pause. You know, it's the button. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's the button with the two vertical lines. <laughs> <laughs> because people were for those about people that. out there wait <laughs> yes. what there's a button to touch what are you talking about mm-hmm. uh but it it starts off uh with tree the aforementioned tree and she goes she's going to college what is it called bait bayfield uh, baby face field yeah. baby, baby killer with face the, field with, with the weirdest mascot ever yeah, to exist yeah thing. i've never i've never in my life seen a school mascot called the babies the um, bayfield babies the bayfield babies is what i think it is if listeners if you know of a school that had that mascot i would really like to know yeah, um, he's so creepy. I guess it's it was gonna be pigs, baby. but then Saw had pigs, so they had to change it to babies. To babies. To ba- well, he he snuck up on one of his like um, coworkers with a baby face, and then there's like that's it. It scared him. I'm like maybe <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just because you snuck up on him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I tend to think that just because you found the mask you want to use, that shouldn't be the name of the college. Right. But maybe that's just me. Well, like, I so guess it was it, like the designer that actually made. Like he made the scream face. And For so real? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. And he's like, cool. I don't like this. And this was an interesting. But it did set the tone for the movie because the oh, movie's yeah. not serious. Oh, oh no. It's, so it's kinda, very. I no. thought it fit yeah. the movie, even though it was kind of off putting. I, children are terrifying. Yeah. So yeah, children are awful. Awful. It's a good scary mask. <laughs> we were surrounded by so many kids in the theater. Dude, yeah. Like, a bunch of They were not farting. That's, that's that its own awesome side to this for me. But I'm always weirded out by people who bring small children. So scary. Oh movies. wait, you oh, mean yeah. there were actual small children? Oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah. sitting by eight year olds. Yeah, there sure. were there were wow. preteens. Oh yeah, because yeah, because it was you were sit, uh, Shelby was sitting between me and you, right? Yeah. Um, to my left were two children under the age of twelve. Really? With mm-hmm. two parents. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even see mine with parents. I just saw two kids on the right that were <laughs> definitely just there. They were just <laughs> they were there. there. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna go see the kids movie. No, we're not. <laughs> like, don't don't take your kids to murder films like. It's not great. It's it's probably not the best idea. Yeah. At um, least this wasn't gory, so it, it's got... No, nah, not that bad, well, actually. And as, and as far as, like... Not really. You know, horror movies sometimes aren't super great for women, but this one was pretty empowering. No. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's kind of like... Uh, what would normally be, I think, in a movie if it wasn't a slasher film is just, you know, 
girl with troubled kind of past situation who's perhaps uh, emotionally shutting down and being a, a, an asshole out in the world mm-hmm. has an opportunity to become a better person. It just happened to attach to it mm-hmm. uh, a killer. And a time loop as well. Yeah, because I was going to say that I was thinking of, of Tree as the disposable blonde, you know, to use to use a word I don't really like, the disposable blonde slut from the beginning of a slasher oh, the, film. The one that know? always gets killed first. Yeah, who takes her top off or who's sleeping with somebody. And so she's, you know, the first one to take the knife. The inevitable first kill. <laughs> yeah, and so those people, you, you barely remember their names. You're like, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that it was a really great kill. But you don't, they're not really a person. Right. But in, in this one, she not only gets to live, but she gets to escape that sort of genre convention and and be the star of her own film. And I thought that was a that was really, really cool and really interesting to me. Nice. I mean, I I don't I don't know that I've, I'll be honest. I don't know if I thought about it as deeply as I was watching it. And I think part of that was kind of just down to the fact that I did find it to be more fun than any oh, yeah. than anything. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't get scared and and nothing like that, but I was enjoying myself and and also enjoying the crowd reactions that yes. were happening. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, the crowd was lit. They were really excited. They were super. Well, like they're near the end. You could see that a nice little crowd of people thought it was done, and they were making their way down down the little aisle. And then when the movie kept going for another like minute, mm-hmm. two minutes, they all just stopped and watched. Yeah. And I was like, you know, you don't see that too terribly often unless you're talking about some of the bigger franchise movies that that come out now and especially with just some random off-the-cuff horror film that they drop on a particular day hoping i think that crowds would turn out for it so Mm -hmm. the fact that it got such a nice response from people yeah i have to say as much as i really enjoyed our crowd i think being in a group that was so vocal really kept the scary moments from being to, for living up to their full creep potential. Yeah, yeah a lot of I the suspense was dialed yeah. back a bit. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the minute the music started to get creepy or, or Tree was like looking around a dark corner, there'd be that group of five teenage <laughs> girls in the back just fully throated screaming. The girls yeah. screaming, the oh people talking. And they're the like, people oh talking okay. back Don't to go the in screen. There. Yeah. All right then. <laughs> the ooing and awing and stuff. Yeah. It yeah, was. Uh, they were having a very visceral reaction yeah. to this movie. I bless I their hearts. That though, like, no, I, it was no, fun. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. You didn't. You didn't really get as much out of the movie. Oh, sure, day, sure. But I mean, that's cool. We got something different. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I exactly. I love the opening night experience of basically anything, and I I mostly only see uh, superhero and Star Wars movies now and I always see them opening night and it's it's the same kind of thing that we had mm-hmm. here and so it was fun to see that in a wildly different genre than I normally go to an opening night for well, and see that hey there's nerds for everything basically oh yeah so I think I was I was telling uh B at some point I think on opening night was that I the last time I had any experience like that was when I saw Scream in the theater mm. and people were reacting to it the way that crowd was. And they were, mo- you know, they were like in, they were twenties and older people who were kind of losing their shit over mm-hmm. this movie cool. and nice. getting freaked out. And that was how long ago? 98. Oh God. Oh wow. I would say, I don't think I was quite old enough to see the first scream in theaters because my parents were like v- very conservative about that kind of thing. But I do remember seeing scream two 
in the theater because that one opens with a movie theater and where she goes into the bathroom and then gets stabbed through the stall wall. Yes, it was. And I remember I had to pee after the movie let out. And you're like, oh no. There was no one else in the theater and I was so freaked out. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Oh man. Well, so as you've gathered, uh, Bayfield babies, trees there. She's she's had some stuff happen in her life that we find out gradually as the movie goes on that it's kind of, I guess, led her to to be behaving in the way that she is towards her father, towards other people, towards herself. And in the meantime, you've got a killer that is attempting to kill her on her birthday and she keeps reliving her birthday over and over and over again. Uh, I believe Kenneth came up with Stabby Groundhog's Day. <laughs> yes. And I was like, that's a great alternate title. I feel like we should let them know. Yeah. <laughs> over, over at Blumhouse. <laughs> Man, I'm so I'm so impressed with the growth of Blumhouse. Dude. I mean, because I feel like, you know, 10 years ago, they were doing really shitty horror oh, movies. Yeah. Okay, so full full confession, what else have they done? I... I I, I honestly don't think I could remember one you, off the top of my head. You have uh, you have watched one of them, Get Out. They, oh. were, they were part of the production. In cool. That. Okay. And The Purge, hmm. which they now put at the top of all of their things. So when they've mm-hmm. got a trailer or a poster going, I was like, from the you know from the producers of The Purge yeah. and Get Out, because those are their two. The Purge, I think, made them some serious good horror film money. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, uh huh. And and Get Out, of course, is highly acclaimed. So they so, were they were much more like I'd say a lot low budget yeah. schlock yeah. kind mm, of stuff. Okay, hmm. and and now they're stepping it up and very cool. Yeah, putting and, it out there. Oh yeah, and you know not not to jump ahead too much, but they got big things coming up in the works. So, uh, but we can get into that in another podcast altogether. So, uh, just in general, before we maybe dig into some of the meat and potatoes of this, what did you guys think of Happy Death Day? Did you did you enjoy it? Did you have fun? I had a great time. Uh, <laughs> I I love Groundhog's Day. I love Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, oh yeah! I'm apparently a sucker for time loop thing. As am I. <laughs> uh, really, the only thing I would have wanted from this, if I could change anything, was have more very quick one minute repeating day montage things. Okay. Um, just to really drive home how many times she's lived through this. Right. But you know that that's just personal preference. Of uh, I, I think it would be. No, no, yeah, it would be fun. It would be fun to see different inventive ways that she yeah. got killed and just make some of them super bonkers and ludicrous. And because, you know, if you, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's my cool story. How about you, Viron? It was really good. I didn't expect, I didn't expect big things. I didn't expect small things. I just, I think it gave what it was, I had fun. It was supposed to be fun. And that's what I got. So I was happy. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had a great time. I like Kenneth and, and I think Mary too. I love I love time loops. Yeah. Um, there's a great Xena time loop episode. Yes, there is. There's mm-hmm. a great Stargate SG One time <laughs> loop episode. There is an amazing Supernatural time loop episode, which also involves somebody dying every time. And uh, I, and I I agree. I love the short montage of just like really weird shit that can happen. Yeah. Um, like they did on on Supernatural. There's like a there's like a half a second clip where they, you should see them eating lunch and you just go. Just says, does this taco taste funny oh, to you? And then oh, that's yeah. it. You I get have the seen whole that thing. One. It is really a great episode, and it's so funny. And then at the end, mm-hmm. it's very sad. <laughs> All right, so, well, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna avoid that. I, a single I love, dean tear. 
I love I love time loops because there's so much you can do with them. Mm-hmm. And you can I really get creative with with how you want to interpret it and what you want to show with each mm-hmm. ta- each time loop that you're actually getting into. And I think a good time loop story does what this one did in which she takes the opportunity to really look at her own life and how much of a dick she's been to right. everyone around her and even though she's going to have to do it again because the the loop in which she went through and got all her satisfactory endings ended up not being the last one but you you feel that she'll be that she has the the, the capacity to still go back and do that mm-hmm. to to break up with a boyfriend to make nice with her dad you know to do all the things that she that she knows that she needs to do in order to be a better person and i love that yeah. it's so good did you guys have a favorite death of of her deaths I I'd have to say the one where Carter dies in it and then she mm. realizes oh shit if I succeed at this he's dead now I have to reset this day again yeah. and that that was for me the the cutover from her being a butthole to <laughs> I I'm going to be a better person and fix my life. Yeah, well just that image of her putting the noose around her neck and basically telling that guy next time motherfucker yeah. and then jumps <laughs> off is so badass. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. See, now my favorite one, just simply because it's it's the idea of taking something that's very extreme and were it happening for the one and only time would probably be quite terrifying. But because she's now gone through death however many times up to that point, it's just sort of it's almost blase is the one where she gets blown up in the car. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> that was it. Sick. And it's such like, a sick oh, shot, too. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, it you cuts thought she got away and fire eyes. <laughs> no. Yeah. It, did. it had to be with a candle. <laughs> the birthday candle. Oh, I was yeah, like, nice. So great. <laughs> yeah, take me in. Take me in. Take yeah. me in. Take me in. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm no, so I'm drunk. drunk. So drunk. All, all the drugs. Arrest me. Dead. I'm drunk. There's weed. She, like, listened. So drunk. <laughs> that was great. Um, uh, I also liked the one where she was looking in the window at the guy that she thought was a creep, who oh. turns out is actually into dudes. Mm-hmm. And she turns around just in time to get stabbed right in the chest. Oh, and she sort yeah. of almost rolls her eyes. She's like, like uh, uh, God damn it. <laughs> and then sort of slumps out of frame. Mm-hmm. And then we cut right to her waking up again. I just, I really liked all the different ways in which they... Um, like like transition through scenes, oh, including yeah. the one really good one when she gets hit on the head and she and falls. Yeah, I oh, thought that was yeah, really cool too. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that a lot. And uh, and I, you know, you said it earlier, B, and I think, you know, thinking about this character, the character of Tree, as as perhaps in an in a in some other horror film, she would have been someone who would have been like the early kill or mm-hmm. you know the one of the first to to get attacked by uh, some kind of masked maniac. Um, in this one, it's like you actually get to know the, those characters from a million other scary films that you never get a chance to know. And to find that she was able to handle so many of these moments with her own sense of humor mm-hmm. about it, which, I don't know, it, it, it made a character that could have been incredibly stupid, mm-hmm. I think. Really a lot more dynamic now I'm going to put that down to the actress because she actually pulled yeah. that off really oh, well. Yeah, sure. yeah. So much of this film was just about her face acting because most of the time she was not only the only one in frame, but she was the only one who knew the plot of the film right. that everybody else was just had to was was 10 steps behind her. Yeah. So 
if she had if she had been a lesser actor, this film would have been terrible. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It, it could have really gone off the rails, I think. And I mean, we've got our side characters. We've got our our side. You know, the the killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, technically, there are two killers yes. in this movie. The serial killer. The serial killer. Uh, which I guess was you know it was the movie's slight bit of red, red herring and misdirection, yeah. which I didn't I didn't think that made much sense. Oh man, I, honestly, I wasn't into. I'm it. a terrible human because I bought it. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, that's weird, he, but okay. Why does he care that it was her birthday? Like, true, this dude, that's in a man. I don't know. Man, creepy like, white guys are weird. Who knows? I know creepy white guys are weird. <laughs> <laughs> I've married one. <laughs> Damn. We've, we've seen his doll collection. Yeah. <laughs> oh He's my God. awesome. Yes. Don't don't ask for pictures of Chris's doll collection or email us in I, I want to see those now. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in your house. It's about right. Damn it. I just have walk you, in and have you, my bed. Have you been up to your crawl space lately? Oh no. He has. <laughs> no, but like it just didn't make any sense to me when it was like when he was doing that, uh, yeah, everything's good. Uh, it didn't make any sense to me that they were like, oh, yeah, it was always him. And it was like, random dude who came from somewhere, knew her <laughs> right. birthday, and where to find her at all times, and knew well, I mean, everything about her. It could have been a, if it was that guy, it could have just been a coincidence that it ended up being her birthday. Happy birthday thing in the tunnel. Oh, I suppose that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, they never know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It seemed like the, the killer always knew where she was. So we had to really fucking know her. And I was like, yeah. this guy has yeah. been not there the entire time. So mm-hmm. that didn't make any sense to me. But it was fun to watch. Uh, but then we, you know, uh, whether you guessed it early while watching the film, which some of us did, yeah. Shelby mm-hmm. included, uh, Veronica, I totally she's raising her hand. I was like, she come knew. on. Uh, I thought maybe Carter. I did wonder for a half maybe. a second if it was going to yes. be the, the love interest. Yeah. yeah, That would have been an interesting thing that he trapped her in this time loop to have infinite ways in which to make her fall in love with him would be super creepy. Or like he was just so mad at how things went that first night that he trapped her in the time loop so that he could eventually kill her in some way. When they yeah. were having their sweet 16, 16 candles was moment. Very yeah. 16 candles. Yeah, I was just like, is he getting ready to kill her? That's yeah. literally all I could think. <laughs> this is so sweet. Are you going to murder her? I mean, it's a horror film. I think it's, yeah. you know, a safe That's assumption. But, uh, you know, sadly, I'm pretty sure that the way my brain was working is I came to the realization like maybe a, like a few minutes before the movie came and gave you the realization. I was like, oh, yeah, that's that makes sad. a that's lot more sense. Though. I, that's what I thought was. Yeah. I, 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 it just seemed like she was out of place for me. Yeah. I didn't even know why she was in the sorority. Yeah, she like, did not, make not no sense and she at just, all. Yeah. So she was the biggest sore thumb to me so i was like i think it's, it's gotta be her it's, it's gotta be her it's uh, i think i i bought it just it was close <laughs> i think it's funner i think when you figure it out it's, yeah sooner, you're like oh man but see i still like the movie it was still mm-hmm. fun it was still gave me uh, lots of ways to see her die mm-hmm. and the characters were great <laughs> so and because she's such a great actress she made herself endearing at the end right before mm-hmm. she was awful i fucking hated her oh yeah <laughs> have oh, you tried yeah. being 
dumber because that's worked really well for me. <laughs> yeah. He, I like he enjoys it. so many movies. Yeah. <laughs> I can rewatch the same movie and I'm like, oh, oh I God. love this. This is so good for the first Got time. That goldfish in <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I did that with a movie not too long ago. I was watching it and I went, this is really familiar. I guess this movie is just really formulaic and it's like a bunch of movies I've seen. And then I got to the so end we, and I went, <laughs> Oh, I've seen this. Oh, my God. <laughs> what I'm hearing is that we've all experienced our own version of a happy death day. Yes. Just without murder. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> without being. I do like the fact that once she realizes that it is her roommate, mm-hmm. uh, don't know her don't name. Don't remember Can't her name. remember uh, Think about Lori. it. Lori. Nice. Boom. Boom. Suck wow. it, nerds. Done. She made that up. <laughs> as long as you don't check, it's fine. We're good. Uh, Damn it. You're not allowed to look at ID. Um, but I did like the fact that when she realized that, that it was her, you know, and they got into their, their little throwdown in, mm-hmm. in the bedroom, this thing where it was just like, you know, why are you doing this? And, is you know, with the assumption of being like, you know, she's just in general trees not being the nicest of roommates or the nicest yeah. of people, but that it literally did come down to you, you made out or had sex or whatever with my man kind of deal. <laughs> and Tree's just like, really? Like, Over, this? Was it? <laughs> Over yeah. a dude? Come on. <laughs> Which I was trying to remember if we saw that dude. I don't remember Gregory. Why do I remember his name? No, it's the, it the doctor. Lori, no, yeah. The married doctor. Yeah. Lori was crushing on the doctor. Oh. Oh, do you guys okay. not? Yeah, it was the married doctor. I think it's like I disliked him so much. Yeah, that guy's awful. And then I thought maybe him. And then I thought maybe him. Mm-hmm. And then I just kept blanking him like, out. Because like, uh, <laughs> you annoy me, man. He's garbage. Yeah. He's yeah. garbage. It's a garbage human being. Ugh. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, yeah, you're sleeping with your underage student, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you try, when she breaks up with you, Tells you to go back to your wife. You're like, oh, you still have to come to class. I'm not <laughs> gonna make it easy. Yeah, if you're not if you're not gonna blow me anymore, you don't get an A. God damn it! I had dropped it. What? <laughs> throwing the, up, the throwing finger. up the finger. Yeah, that was great. She had a lot of good moments. She did yeah. actually, and you know, not for nothing, she looked really good in the uh, the hospital scene where she was taking charge of killing the serial killer. And she had her leather coat on. That's yeah. what all badass women do in every show movie ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when they're finally taking charge, they put on leather. You put your hair in a ponytail. Yeah, yeah. put on the leather jacket. You don't want the hair in the way. Mm-mm. The leather jacket. I mean, it looks cool for one, and you know, if you get knocked around, it protects you from yeah. some scrapes. Yeah, you know. Gotta bring your knife. She's been killed a a couple times since then, you know, just a few. And uh, and she'd learn. (laughs) She's like, ah, keep the hair out of the way. Keep the hair out the way. Leather's good. I really liked that they included that the damage she was incurring in her other. I did really enjoy that little carried forward. Yes. Mm That was kind of cool. Yeah. They they foreshadowed it a little bit with um they went she finished one loop by being drowned and then when she sat up and she spat she, out yeah. a bunch of river water <laughs> and guy. I went well that doesn't make any sense where how how could she carry that water through with her from before but then since she's since it's it's still carrying through and it's still taking its toll on her body that made a lot more sense. See that makes me wonder then so like let's say she never got out of the time loop but she. She, of course, was. She keeps getting killed. Would she eventually just die? Yeah, she said something like, I oh, think yeah. I'm like a yeah. cat. Yeah, eventually it's I like, think I'm a, I only have so many lives yeah. left. Yeah, yeah. Your, your body can only take like so much damage before it just instead yeah. of just a, gives out. Yeah, because she said she was getting weaker every time mm, she came right. back. Does it, which was added to the excitement? Yes, it was, exactly. it was really good. 
Did they ever explain why the time loop was happening? No, no. I don't care. I, yeah. I don't need it either. I was just like, all of a sudden I was thinking, I don't remember them ever doing it. Yeah. So I was I wanted to make sure that I didn't like tune it out or mm-hmm. yeah. miss it while listening to better. whatever people were yeah. saying better. behind us. So. I, I, thought, I, thought for a, I thought for a hot minute that the roommate was going to say something about, you know, oh, and then I got involved in dark magic and that's how I trapped you with this time loop. Wah! Yeah. But I actually really liked that they didn't and even she didn't know that it was happening. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just some sort of cosmic force. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you get to live. All for tree. Maybe it was her mom, guys. Aww. I think that is a wonderful theory. Blah. Very. Hey, oh my God. No. Hey, no. Can't accept it. Kenneth doesn't like head cannons, but I don't care. I do not. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> he only likes I, the cannon. Uh, no, okay. So the problem look, I sorry, like that's so boring. I like sometimes. head cannon. I don't like when fanfic invades my discussions in podcasts. Looking at you, Beatrice. I will not apologize for that. <laughs> Never. Don't get mad because she can read. The hell. Oh. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, if I had more pictures, maybe I'd like it. It's not my fault. Uh, Learn to draw. Some of it has pictures, but it's mostly dicks. Yeah. It, no, please. You're it's, welcome. It's all dicks. <laughs> Y'all welcome. <laughs> I mean, I always, I always like a good head cannon, but then you know, as a as a gay lady who watches stuff, you have to headcanon a lot or you don't get what you want. Out I, of correct. I have a lot more representation in uh, media. You, so. a white man. I know, so weird. Heterosexual, <laughs> sexual <laughs> white man. <laughs> you get everything. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> and then uh, it got he's very nodding. Well, no, I then started. Yes, it is nice. <laughs> Humming Hamilton in my head. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. It must be nice. <laughs> it must be nice. That's true. <laughs> so overall, I, I've got to say that this is probably out out of uh, the films we've watched so far for this podcast, the le- least amount of uh, disliking aspects probably of everything. Yeah, I'm having a hard time thinking of anything that I genuinely well, disliked like about it. Out. But I think this we, was funner. This was more. Yeah, it was it was a lot more. It was light. Mm-hmm. And I don't even obviously it falls into a particular kind of horror film. It's, it has slasher esque qualities to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But it was just it was way too fun for me to even think of it as a scary movie that yeah, much, it really goes honest. in horror comedies yeah. with like Shaun of the Dead yeah there uh, you go Tucker and Tucker Dale versus Dale. Evil <laughs> um, and that new one coming out Tragedy Girls which also looks oh, that really looks good. very funny I made him watch the trailer for that, that. Looks it so looks great. great and I also want to see the babysitter yeah I want to see the babysitter on, on, on Netflix oh yeah well. also a I nice horror comedy yet, but I want to see oh it. and if you guys haven't watched Little Evil on Netflix oh I thought it's also a very good horror comedy I enjoy I really enjoy Adam Scott yeah yeah a lot so it's like if um, a regular dude married uh, a lady with a kid and the kid turned out to be Damien the Antichrist from The Omen oh okay but it's yeah. very funny <laughs> that sounds nice but the lady's like awesome like the mom is super awesome you can't but her kid man okay. <laughs> like, just like shit starts going weird you know the kid is like trying to bury you alive in the backyard I mean things that happen in parenthood you, you know, know. Okay. things you have okay. to accept Go to a party and the kid sets a clown on fire, you know. But don't oh, we Jesus. all want to set clowns on fire? I mean, you're not wrong. Especially after it. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> that reminds yeah. me. I 
did it I posted this I think on Facebook but some skit from Saturday Night Live let me a quote oh you a, you let, me yeah. a quote. <laughs> let me on your show Koopy Koopy it's Kelly Wise Kelly Wise okay I'll have to go watch this yeah, now Kate, that was Kate, Kate McKinnon yeah. being Kelly Ann Conway but she's in the sewer and she's got like a little bit of the Pennywise <laughs> and Anderson Cooper, Anderson Cooper. Yeah. put me on your show Koopy Koopy you want a coat I'll give you a coot. <laughs> what is it? She has the the mirage of like Hillary Clinton yeah. down there. She's like, I'm, here you can read my, my book that I wrote. Take it. Take, it, take your book. <laughs> oh my God, yes. It's amazing. It is amazing. All right. So a complete thumbs up then on Happy Death Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way to go. Uh, go, go see it. Way to go, Bloomhouse. Honestly, I forgot Blumhouse. to even ask myself, why is this happening? It was just so much fun. And that's just so good. That's the mark, I think, mm-hmm. of a just a good, fun movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've I read an article today where they were talking about that perhaps this signals the return of a, a kind of slasher film ish renaissance. Mm-hmm. You know, I would I would like to see what this decade's version of a slasher film would look like because like we we definitely got to see what they thought a slasher film would look like in the 90s you know it was very much scream you know it's um still definitely a horror film but has a really meta-esque lens and humor yeah yeah Uh, but now we're such in the universe of of reboots and franchises that I feel like we could bring a whole different look on what it would look, what what a slasher film today might be. Well, I think anything that, and this is just, of course, a personal opinion, but anything that takes a step away from torture porn makes me happy. I hate torture porn. Well, and like even going back and watching stuff from the 70s and stuff from the 80s, they both have a different kind of flair. Oh, yeah. And stuff that's in the late 80s leans pretty heavy into the like really anti-women it's really starting to ramp up towards the end of the 80s um i mean both like a lot of the the big name serial killers um freddie and and chucky and and even and even jason a little bit get more into the like uh show me your tits and then i'll kill you yeah and so i would really like us to move past that into a different kind of slasher film well, and and maybe maybe they're maybe that article's correct. Maybe Happy Death Day is kind of a a sign that they're wanting, at least at this production company, they're wanting to lean into something that's a little less, just buckets of blood mm-hmm. and some boobs, and into something that you know can actually have a little bit of humor and and heart to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because when I when I think about the original Halloween or the first Nightmare on Elm Street or things mm-hmm. like that. I, you know, even though there there's a couple of moments of nudity in the first Halloween, but it's nothing extreme. No. And there's not even that much blood, to be honest. And uh, and in Nightmare. So much blood. <laughs> <laughs> so much and blood. And I, I definitely want to say. But it's OK, because Johnny Depp's that was sexy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, it's, it's like in that movie, I never once felt like. Even though, you know, obviously Freddy's got the, the creep factor yeah. going oh, on for him. Oh, yeah. Hardcore. Probably a child. Mm-hmm. He leans Noster. into his creepy yeah. horribleness pretty, pretty intensely. But I never actually felt like the characters that were the, the kids that we're following. Nancy mm-hmm. and yeah, the final girl. You know, the final girl. I never felt like they weren't ultimately in control of what they were doing. Mm-hmm. That they weren't able to make choices or that the choices were being removed from them and they were just sort of like set pieces that mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. were moving around the film they felt active and 
present. And that's how this character felt in Mm -hmm. Happy Death Day. She was present in all of her stuff that was going on. And it made it 10 times more enjoyable. I have to wonder if some of that isn't that these most of these franchises started in the 70s. And so as they progress on, I wonder if there's some like law of diminishing returns that as you go on, they're like, oh, no, people are coming for Freddy, for Jason, for Michael Myers. They don't care about the people. We just need to shove some bodies in there for them to kill. Yeah. And it just becomes about the death rather than the people, which is really what I'm here for. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, (laughs) I mean, if we were all there just for the people who were doing the killing, I think that would say something about (laughs) us as a viewing public. Uh, but no, I mean, I think, I think the whole, what makes a good scary movie is, you know, one, you want to get scared a little bit and two, you want to see something creative going on. And then Mm -hmm. three, you actually want to give a damn about the people who are being affected by whatever's Mm -hmm. happening. That's why the remake of Poltergeist was such garbage <laughs> because I wanted them all to die. I hated it so much. <laughs> I wanted the Poltergeist to like literally collapse the house on them and grind them into the ground. They were so <laughs> oh horrible okay. characters. And then I look at the first one. Oh, that's so good. And I care about that family so much. Mm-hmm. It, it completely changes how you see it. And it was still a good, scary movie. Mm-hmm. So... It can be done. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Happy Death Day might, might be a nice return to a certain kind of form, but in a now. In a new way. In a, in a new time. So I love it. I'm into it. it really I liked good. it. I liked it a lot. And now, I want your thoughts, people. We've got uh, a theory here that Happy Death Day is like Groundhog's Day. Stabby, gr- Stabby Groundhog's Day. So what are some other films of the past that might make an interesting uh, reboot or a, a reimagining of the plot line, but in a more scary movie kind of way. Any, anyone uh, have some thoughts on that matter? Well, I know we just had a reboot of this particular franchise not too long ago, but I was thinking about Ghostbusters. But uh-huh. if we did Ghostbusters, but in an actual like horrifying way because Ghostbusters is mostly comedy. That's true. Barely it's like comedy slash action mm-hmm. with spooks very far down the list. <laughs> and I think that's probably that's the best way to put it. Spooks. Mm. Spooks. That's spooks. about as scary as Ghostbusters. <laughs> They're spooks. So like we take the lady cast just like I'll take all four of those comedians but instead of being played for comedy like we're actually afraid. I'd be down for that. I mean I'd fun. be into it. That'd yeah. be fun. Yeah. yeah. How about how about uh you, Veronica. No, the first thing I thought was whatever child movie I could because I just apparently just want to scare children like all the time. <laughs> like, but, like, so do I. Yeah, right. I was like, Willy Wonka could easily be a oh, horror that's movie. Half a step from just a horror. Yeah. yeah, right. I was like, it's just a little to the left, right? You know, never ending story could easily be. I thought Labyrinth would be an awesome. Oh my movie. god, Ooh. Labyrinth would be great mm-hmm. as a as less Muppet. Let's and more terrifying. Yeah. Oh yeah. If we yeah. got some, I mean, he's still a kid. Some creature you know, feature. Like, some creature I mean, feature stuff in there. He's the yeah. Goblin King. Yeah. That's a terrifying name. Goblin right motherfucking King. And Let's bring David Bowie back from the dead. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's scary thing number one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, hell, if we, we have zo- the budget. Zombie David, <laughs> Zombie David Bowie comes back to wreak havoc as the Goblin King. Already buy my tickets. Yes. How can I purchase all of them? Ding ding ding. I mean, they already brought Tupac back. I feel like we could bring David Bowie oh back. Oh, God. Please. Let's not go there. <laughs> what, what about you, Kenneth? Um, so I'd like to see Marvel zombies. It basically <gasps> yeah! take the Avengers. Yeah! 
because like it the Marvel's later runs of it was great yeah and it, it got off the rails later on but the original five issue run was pretty creepy where someone uh, someone from earth 616 ends up in the zombie universe and almost everyone on the entire planet is zombies including all the superheroes deadpool I do not remember okay. because I'm terrible, <laughs> but I, I think that because already what I like Marvel, uh, what they're doing with superhero films is it's much more genre stuff that happens to also be superhero films. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Winter Soldier is a spy flick that has superheroes in it. Guardians of the Galaxy is a space opera that has superheroes in it. Like, it would be fun to have a horror movie that has superheroes in it. So I, I would be very down for that. Yeah, I've seen the uh, trailer for New Mutants. I have not yet. No, I think that's the step they're going with that, and it looks okay. So really, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if we're at a point where we might, where they might want to bring in the scrolls for something. And I feel like because the the scrolls are shapeshifters who like to pretend that they are regular people, mm-hmm. and that I think could really lend itself to a horror tone. Okay. I mean, if we wanted nice. to do a season of Agents of Shield about it, I think that could be really fun. That would be cool because you just you just never know who's a scroll or what they're up to. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people are even sleeper agents and they don't know they're scrolls. I like storylines like that where people don't they have no awareness that they are what they are until something triggers. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever's going. Oh, on yeah, it's very like uh, early Battlestar Galactica. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, it was funny because when I, when this popped into my head of like, oh, yeah, let's think of other movies that could go the, the scary route. And, and I was thinking of stuff that's already happened. Like, you know, what is it? Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah. great. I loved that. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter or Killer. That movie was so bad. That movie was terrible, but I highly recommend the book. The book was was great. I love the book. So it's like, you know, there's there's already a little bit of that out there where you're taking something familiar that is not supposed to be in a horror genre mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. throwing that on there. But for some reason, when I sat down to like genuinely think, what 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 movie would I take? I was like, what movie did I watch a lot, like repeatedly when I was younger? And I don't know if this is sad to say or not, but what I came up with <laughs> Was Weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> See, because <laughs> okay, I loved that movie as a kid. I don't know, it was it's ridiculous and it's stupid, and I loved it so much. I think part of it was because when they're actually there at the beach house, it, they never have to drive a car; they always get to drive in a golf cart, and that's like my dream life: <laughs> nice. is to not have a car and to get around in a golf cart everywhere. Nice, okay, <laughs> but. I started thinking, I was like, you know what? This is a movie about corporate, you know, espionage and lying and embezzlement. So there's already, you know, shady things going on. And then a dead body and someone who keeps trying to show up and kill said body because he thinks a dead body's still alive. It's played for laughs, but you could easily just take that in a very dark way is mm-hmm. what, I would, oh, yeah. what I was thinking. And, and then I was like, well, should That'd you change fun. the name of it? So it'd be like, you know. We, but then it got very, it got very bad slasher made up titles in my brain, like Weekend at Bloodbath or, you know, <laughs> Bloodbath at Bernie's. Bloodbath Bernie's. Oh my God. Nice. nice. But I think it would be amazing and I think it would be great, but it would have to retain its 80s style it, yeah. it could not be modernized that I couldn't handle it. So I was, I was also, I was just thinking about the original Fast and the Furious 
and you would you would spin it so that <laughs> I mean vid- you you could stop right there. I'm already on board. Kenneth is already there. <laughs> okay, so Vin Diesel, we make him the main character instead of Paul Walker. Paul Walker comes in to infiltrate the gang, but he's also a serial killer, and so then the gang. Oh God! The, the, and so then the, the gang has to figure out number one that he's a cop, and number two that he's a murderer. And stop him while still stealing DVDs. That would be really funny. Just because <laughs> when when they snag his fake license, uh, Vin Diesel is like, oh, Brian, whatever his fake last name was. Uh, is that a serial killer name? So that, that would be so oh, on point. What? That'd be nice. <laughs> Okay, I think I think we have a winning <laughs> idea. I think this is already something that's been one. All right, Bloomhouse, call me. Amelie. Oh, you know she always oh. goes into people's houses. She's like, but instead, instead of helping, I'm helping you. I'm like, you're she, done. She's <laughs> <laughs> my ah, oh my god! I might be slangier that I saw some of the musical. It was horrible. Oh no! <laughs> it closed in like. Three weeks, I think, or something. Damn. Oh, oh wow. No. Oh, three months, but still, it was real bad. Yikes. Real bad. Well, sorry. Was it worse than uh, uh, she played Eliza? Uh, Man, I, I barely know my own name. I don't Little know. Lord. <laughs> anyway, she she went from Hamilton to that, and I was like, oh That's so shit. Awesome. That's a rough come down. Should have stuck with Hamilton. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do we think it was worse than Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark? I didn't see any of no, that. So. I don't think anything can be worse than that. Is it, wouldn't that already be considered a, a horror? <laughs> yes. yes. Well, didn't people die? Yeah. Oh yes. my God, that's right. Yes, people did die. Yeah. <laughs> Not that we're making light of that or anything. No, that's terrible. Oh, why are you laughing, Kenneth? <laughs> I'm the only one not laughing. It's funny because it's awful. <laughs> there you go. The, the musical's awful. Death is real and yeah. sorrowful. <laughs> we have great ideas, it. guys. We should yes. be hired. I, I obviously, I think that uh, Blumhouse should get in touch with us yeah. right yes. now. Yes. Call us, please. I want right to start with Bloodbath and Bernie. Million dollar ideas. Remember, zombie David Bowie is our idea. Zombie <laughs> David Bowie. Our yes. idea. Our idea. Paul Pat Walker, Pending. serial killer zombie. Our idea. <laughs> and, you know, superheroes. Uh, zombies. A zombie superhero. Dude, that would be so great, too. It'd be great. I would love it. Or oh, we could just, we could, we could take every, you know, piece of literature, like the Pride and Prejudice and zombie things, and we mm-hmm. could just, you know, ex- make all of them something like that. Yeah. Although, oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of them are kind of gothic, gothic-y anyway, like Wuthering mm-hmm. Heights and... Oh yeah, Jane that is and all that. You I know. do Count of Monte Cristo and just really crank up the revenge on it. See, there you go, yeah. revenge. <laughs> Saws Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> uh, did you guys see that trailer for Jigsaw? It yeah, looks and terrible. Yeah. Speaking of torture porn, Ugh. I mean, at first I was just like, "Oh, this is Jigsaw," and then I was just like, "Oh, I remember that." You know, what is this song? And then I leaned over to Shelby, and he's like, "Oh, it's Roy Orbison," and she's like, "I know," and I was like, "Okay." That's all I took away from any of that. I thought it was funny that Shelby asked how many saws, and I said, "Oh, at least nine. And she goes, "No," and I said, "No, there've been at least wait, at really? Least, yeah, really? Oh my there's gosh. been a- seven. Seven is what I'm thinking. I think we're at a cool seven, but don't quote uh. me." On that. That's awful. It's too. It's already too many. One mm-hmm. was too many. Because I feel like there was there was it went up to Saw Seven, and then wasn't there already a prequel? And now this one is just called Jigsaw. It's not called uh, Saw anymore. I don't know. But I don't it needs know. To stop. I don't care. Yeah. Someone needs to cut it out. Oh, oh. Hey! 
Okay, on shut that it down. <laughs> what time is it? Too late for Mary. Uh, time to go. <laughs> hey, it's never too late. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, though, <laughs> uh, thanks as always uh, for listening here on uh, I Know What Your Podcast last summer. You can follow us on so many places. You can follow us at Twitter at What You Casted. You can like and follow us on Facebook. I Know What You Podcasted last summer. You can rate us at iTunes and leave us comments. Five stars. Five stars. Tell us what you liked. Tell us what you didn't like. Tell us Let's everything. Let's get five stars. Yeah. yeah. Look, yeah. even if you that. didn't like it, we want five stars. Because <laughs> we're demanding it, basically. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> our demands must be met yes uh and you can listen to us uh our episodes are up on soundcloud which is hold on where did I, I wrote it here somewhere oh uh soundcloud night of the living geeks and uh you can go to the site itself notlg.com mm, dot com <laughs> Oh, jeez. It's, it's too late for everyone now. <laughs> and as always creep it real creep it real, creep it real. bye Hey listeners, you want everyone to know what you did last summer? Want to bring a little Halloween to even the sunniest of days? Check out our merch store at shop.spreadshirt.com N-O-T-L-G for shirts, hoodies, mugs, and commemorative knives. Okay, that was a joke. We don't actually have hoodies. Okay, that also was a joke. We do have hoodies. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.